0: Hello, and welcome to Fixing the Future, an IEEE Spectrum podcast where we look at concrete solutions to some big problems. I'm your host, Glenn Zarpet, Editorial Director at Spectrum. And before we start, I just want to tell you that you can get the latest coverage from some of Spectrum's most important beats, including AI, climate change, and robotics, by signing up for one of our free newsletters. Just go to spectrum.ieee.org slash newsletters to subscribe. Electronic quartz watches arrived on the scene around 1970, and even today they have advantages over their smartwatch brethren with batteries that last years, not days. But the motor that drives the hour and minute hands of the watch hasn't really changed since then. Now French company Silmak, is using a new wristwatch to demonstrate its advanced silicon men's technology with a new watch movement that's so efficient you might only need to change the battery about once a decade. Here to talk about that watch and the technology behind it is Silmok's co-CEO and chief sales officer, Pierre-Francois Louvignier, and also Jean-Baptiste Carnet, the co-CEO and chief financial officer. Pierre-Francois and Jean-Baptiste, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Glad, glad to have you here. So my, my first question, the, the question that popped into my mind when I first read about your, your remarkable new watch motor is why make a tiny electric motor now, at this time, for an analog watch. Aren't smart watches taking over the wristwatch market now, the Apple watch and so on? Aren't those the, the, uh, the thing everyone seems to be buying?
1: Yeah, um, thank you for inviting us in this talk. Thank you very much, Glenn. Um, what we can say is that in the quartz watch, there is this technology named uh, Lavette motor since more than 50 years. And if you open uh, a classic quartz watch, you will see that there is uh, a motor that is uh, all technology, electromagnetic technology. And we invented at SILMAC a new motor based on the most advanced technology and that is fully compatible with electronics.
0: So so you have uh, a particular Strategy or an, a kind of, of watch in mind that you think will will um will grow in the future.
1: The the point is that this technology is uh, obviously dedicated first uh, to the uh, to the smartwatch uh, market because this market is ready to use these uh, micro motors.
0: So you, you don't mean the the, the smartwatch that like uh, that most people think of, which is the the Apple Watch, which is has no hands at all. I mean, no physical hands. It's just um, a, a display screen. You, you 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 seem to be referring to what is sometimes called the hybrid smartwatch or the uh, hybrid connected wristwatch. Is that correct? Yes, it's
1: correct. Yes. The, the, the objective is to give the, the opportunity to any watchmaker, including, including connected uh, watchmakers, uh, that uh, it's possible now to use a motor to drive hands on a PCB, on an electronic board. And offering this opportunity, we think that those makers can design new watches so
0: what, what are, who are some of the companies that make these hybrid smart watches?
1: I think the most advanced company is uh, Withings. 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 Uh, it's, uh, it's a French uh, brand. And the, 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 the market that they are targeting with the, the watch is the health market. And we believe that uh, in this market, the people are willing to have a, like a classic watch. like They can say also vintage look okay and if you want to do that then you, you need motor to
0: drive the hands
1: physical hands physical hands yes correct
0: so withings is is a big name in this category but there are others that, that are in the category correct yeah there
1: is Garmin everybody knows Garmin uh, Fossil also that is a, a big player but they are, they are all looking for uh, a part of the market Garmin is more for sport activity Fossil is more on uh, fashion fashion design and we think this is for health.
0: So for for listeners who might not be familiar with it, this is a wristwatch and when you look at it, it looks like an, an old school a conventional analog wristwatch. However, they often have small electronic screens that show information. And in fact the watch can also typically connect to your smartphone. So it can gather data from your smartphone. These watches often have accelerometers or blood pressure uh, monitors and so on in them. So they typically have a lot of electronics, because not only do they have these sensors, but they've got to have the motors. And if I understand you correctly, your motor is more compact and efficient, which gives you advantages in this space.
1: Yes, right. The, the, one of the big advantage of the motor is that it is very compact. Roughly, you, you gain 50% in volume. Could be footprint, could be eight, Uh, about 50 percent so it's it's 50 percent
0: more room inside the watch case
1: yes yes and as you said effectively in this type of watch you have a lot of technology very advanced technology and now the motor is as advanced as the other function in the watch that's that's the big difference now
0: so tell us a little bit about your wristwatch motor Uh, i believe you call it the the mems box is, is how you refer to it what are the advantages that your, your watch motor has if you are going to integrate it with other electronics on a, on a tiny circuit board that goes inside a, a wristwatch? Mm.
1: The, the very big change uh, compared to the current technology, the Lavette one, is that the
0: MEMS box... So the, original, the existing motor is called the Lavet motor. Yeah, the Lavet, motor. As you mentioned.
1: From the name of the inventor, Marius Lavet, he was a French guy. The, in the 30s, 1936 exactly, and he invented this technology that is in each of quartz watch today, one, more than one billion of quartz watch. So this technology, uh, it's the only one you can use so far, okay, but the motor is not coming from the electronics. So it's electromagnetic, it's like a bulky micromotor, and you have to screw the motor on the PCB, screw it. So you imagine the, 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 the cost of screwing a motor on the PCB. In our case, the MEMS box is designed to be SMT compatible.
0: So you just use surface mount yes, soldering technology to put it, it, mount it right to the circuit board?
1: Yes, correct. It's like any, any other uh, electronic component. You can uh, handle it and sold it on the, on the PCB as an, uh, another one.
0: So, Jean-Baptiste, what are some of the advantages now with this motor? What, what are some of the things that you, you now have in your watch that you couldn't have with the old-style lavet motor?
2: Yes, uh, as Pierre-François mentioned, uh, it's more compact, it's uh, much thinner, and inside the hybrid smartwatch, people have to imagine that uh, almost half of the space inside the watch is actually dedicated just to the micromotor as it is today and the little sensors all the technology all the know-how of the brands that are developed today they have to adjust around like half of the space already being taken by the micromotor so it's by far the biggest part inside of the watch and making it much more compact about 50 percent much thinner either allows for new designs of watches, where you could make much smaller watches. For example, uh, we know that the Garmin watches are pretty bulky. Uh, or you could uh, keep the same design as today, but implement more technology inside of it because you have more space. Or uh, make it uh, last longer with a bigger battery, for example, that because you freeze quite a lot of space. So that's a big point. The SMT compatibility, is also very interesting because as you get rid of the labor-intensive aspect of assembling a watch, uh, you're now free to assemble it anywhere you want. You don't need to maybe go to a country where labor is more affordable. You can uh, imagine assembling it in Europe, assembling it in the US, which is currently not possible. Also the motor is uh, anti-magnetic, which is interesting. Uh, because the sensor interactivity can uh, derail the current motor a little bit or the interaction with magnets inside the woman's purse for example watchmakers told us oh
0: that's a very interesting feature because it's a problem we have right now how about the the energy usage and uh the precision of the of the um the tick marks as it goes around the face of the watch
2: yeah that's also one aspect of it is uh, first, the motor is consuming less energy also than current technology, so you can imagine having a longer battery life as well. That's why the watch we are launching with the technology can offer more than 10 years of battery on a regular uh, battery from the that you can buy anywhere. And also, uh, as you said, um, the freedom of movement is, uh, is an important feature uh, because the motor is pretty much electronics, You can uh, program it, pilot it however you want. You can have it go forward, backward, faster, slower. And what uh, watch uh, enthusiasts are interested about is you can either have it tick, uh, for example, the seconds like a traditional quartz watch, or you can have it make a much more fluid movement, uh, which is... uh, somewhat of a holy grail for watch enthusiasts. So that's uh, that's things that become possible with our technology that was not uh, with uh, with traditional ones. And that's what watch designers, uh, since we unveiled the technology uh, a couple of weeks ago and we will co- keep
0: on doing it at uh, CES. In so, he, so here's my my own pet peeve about watches. When I was a, a young man and I did a lot of scuba diving, I actually had a watch that had tiny tritium gas markings. So it it glowed all the time. Um, It didn't need to be charged with a bright light. And I love this watch because I could read it clearly underwater even at night. Um, It it was bright enough. And also at night when I was sleeping, if I woke up in the middle of the night and the watch was on my bedside table, I could see what time it was without having to turn a light on or, or anything like that. And I... I, I know that the, those watches can be tricky they they go dead after five or six or seven years because the tritium half-life it, they're too dim to read um, but I've always wondered if it were, were would be possible using perhaps some ultra efficient light emitting diode or other technology to to recreate that somehow if you had enough space for a battery and and other power supplies if you had enough room in the case if you could create these watches, which were popular at one time. If you go back even to World War II, they, they made watches using radium and so on. Um, it just seemed such a practical thing when I, when I had it, other than the fact that it went dead. But is that more possible now, technologically, with, with a very tiny and efficient motor?
1: Yeah, clearly, clearly it's possible. Uh, I don't know if you know uh, some of the watch coming from Timex. They have a specific patent on that. It's like a luminescent dial that gives you the opportunity to to see what time is it, even in the dark, fully dark. So yes, it's possible. It's possible to combine the technology with uh, other ones uh, providing
0: such a a result. Yeah. So you mentioned Timex. And in fact, that that gets me into my next question, which is, have you had interest from any major watchmakers yet in your uh, your MEMS box motor? Yes,
1: we, we know most of them. We know most of them because uh, the, the, those uh, companies they were looking for the progress we made on the technology. So uh, we have been in contact with them for more than 15 years. So yes, it's it's done. The 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 particular. Uh, uh, partnership we have in with Timex was based on the fact that uh, we are a small company. We are uh, about 30 people in France. Uh, we are in the good region for watchmaking because it's the, the former one. In the past, there was a huge activity in watchmaking industry. So we are in the in the good uh, region for that, and there is uh, one important partner we have that is a subsidiary of Timex in France. And this company named Frazen is uh, uh, making all the small parts used in quartz movements. So it was obvious that the, 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 compati- the not the compatibility, but the, the synergy between the, our very new technology and those uh, classic parts was, uh, was uh, very interesting. And then we went to to the Timex group, uh, and we decided to build a joint venture, so a a common company that is based in France, and the name is Timex, Timex, Silmac, Timex.
0: Timex, okay. And um, so in the future, we may be seeing this this, uh, motor in watches from Timex or, or other companies?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, the, 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 the objective of the joint venture is to sell the technology all over the world. It's not, sp- obviously, obviously, not specific to Timex. They will use it in their watch. But, uh, no, it's open to, 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 to the market widely.
0: So, I guess another question might, that might be on the minds of some of our listeners is, why did it take so long for someone to harness the technology of silicon microelectromechanical systems, or silicon MEMS, that we, we mentioned that this has silicon MEMS technology has been around for decades, twenty or thirty years, as far as I know. But yours is the first to to harness it for for a wa- wristwatch motor. Why why were was there were some some challenges that uh, delayed this use?
1: Yes, clearly. What we are doing is very unique because there is no other company or even university that, is, uh, uh, that, that made this uh, development, okay? This is very unique because, in fact, we are combining the MEMS technology that is very advanced. You have to go in clean rooms to manufacture the silicon, but as soon as you will finish the silicon parts, you made only a part of the of the of the journey development okay you have to combine those silicon parts with more classic parts coming from the watchmaking industry and this is what we do we do uh, we we call this uh, hybridization meaning that we uh, connect the silicon with classic micromechanics and we are the only company that makes that in the world so we have invented the motor, but we have also invented the technology for the assembly. This is completely new, and we have patents in both uh, sectors. So, yeah, it it, it uh, y- you need a lot of time for developing all those uh, steps of the of the technique.
0: Well, thank you both very much. Uh, again, I've been talking with Pierre François Louvignier and Jean Baptiste Carnet. About they're they're both with Silmac and they have a remarkable silicon MEMS wristwatch motor called the MEMS Box, and uh, we've we've heard a lot about the promise and, and uh, challenges of this watch. For IEEE Spectrums fixing the future. I'm Glenn Zorpet, and I hope you'll join us next time.